0: Welcome to this week's episode of the Baseball Together podcast. This week we have hot stove news updates and we're going to wrap up the season by checking in on meaningless predictions and giving our final emoji tears. Nine Plus Us presents the Baseball
1: Together podcast with your hosts Blackjack Brad and Kansas City Little Big Briggy Blue Eyes and now Baseball Together.
0: Welcome baseball family to this week's episode of the Baseball Together podcast. I am Brad. I'm one of your hosts and as you would guess I'm joined by our guy brig welcome brig how is the the sickness treating you this week
1: it's it's getting better it's getting better (laughs) (laughs) i'm gonna be hovering over that cough button a lot a lot today and it's gonna be really nice so thanks for being here with me
0: (laughs) we're gonna get through we're gonna get through (laughs) yeah all right well there's actually not a whole lot to get into this week like usually there is but this week honestly like there is not mostly it's hot stove stuff free agent signings a uh, couple trades that I think we've actually already talked about but mostly it's the free agency and we're going to talk about notable guys on the market and we'll share some of our thoughts on that and then like I said we'll get into later um we're going to check in on our meeting, meaningless predictions see how we did and then we'll give our final emoji tiers and that'll be wrapping up the 2022 season and we only got a couple weeks left until we get into 2023 and we look forward to the World Baseball Classic yeah I'm so excited <laughs> me too I was, I can't wait Okay. All right. Let's get into Hot Stove News updates. There was a flurry of free agency signings over the last week or so. Uh, We're going to go through some of the major ones, the big one, the big one, and with all the controversy surrounding it, too, because of our guy, everybody's favorite, John Heyman, right?
1: (laughs) Everybody loves that John Heyman right now. (laughs) Apparently, Arson Judge.
0: (laughs) And signed with the Giants.
1: Oh man.
0: (laughs) And I thought I was like, oh well, he must have been so excited. He thought he was gonna burn the whole place down (laughs) with that news. Well,
1: I mean, how could you not be excited if you're any journalist, right? Like that's gonna be the scoop (laughs) of the century.
0: Oh, big time. But then he's like, Oh, wait, hold up, I might have jumped the gun. So then Aaron (laughs) Judge, as it turns out, signed with re-signed with the Yankees nine years, three hundred and sixty million dollars. Um it did come out that he said that he was more focused on his legacy than the money during free agency. Brick as a Yankees fan, do you buy that?
1: Um no. I don't no, think anybody I don't. does. <laughs> I don't think anybody buys it. I think that is the perfect answer for a guy returning to Yankee Stadium. You know, that's the perfect answer for the fans. That's what we want to hear, but we all know what the, the money was at the forefront of your mind but what right. i will say though is that so is winning <clears throat> and i think that's where he's just using the word legacy to sort of encapsulate all of the other factors that are involved this is a guy who's very likely going to be na- the next like for sure named captain of the yankees it hasn't been done since Derek jeter even before that it was you know a long time before that so and that's a whole thing we'll get into but um So I think there's that. They obviously renovated right field bleachers as the judges chambers. So there is legacy factor involved. But when you learn that the Padres offered him $400 million, you can't say that money is every single thing, right? He is looking for the right fit. He's looking for culture or or winning potential or whatever these other factors are. So I don't know. I'm not buying legacy as the, it's like I'm not going to swallow the whole pill. But right. I think that there are other factors aside from just dollar bills.
0: I think there are, too. And it's it's interesting, too. You bring up the Padres. Judge was not the only guy to turn down the Padres. Exactly. In, there, were, there were a few guys who did for more money. Right. And it really is making me question what they have going on there is that they're willing to throw some money around. We've seen that. We continue to see that. With them wanting to sign guys um, yeah. but people who, it seems like guys who are super concerned about maybe the clubhouse, maybe winning maybe the makeup of an organization are not willing to go there and I don't know what yeah. it is Something's maybe wrong. it's Manny Machado, maybe it's Tatis I don't know, but there's something gotta, wrong there. And,
1: I gotta struggle to believe it has anything to do with Machado I mean at this point given what he's shown and all the strides that they've made as an organization, I doubt I really doubt that Manny's the problem. I think Tatis is is more likely to be the problem, but could be. You're right. Yeah. Other guys have said no.
0: Yeah, and you know, I think you make a good point about Machado, though, because I, I feel like he gets a bad rap for being kind of a kind of a douche in Baltimore, right? Yeah, yeah. He's grown he was, up a lot. Though. He's yeah. really matured a ton since then.
1: Well, and, and when he went that that little stint he had in L.A., oh. I think changed everything i don't know if he was on his way to changing or if that's what changed him or or what i don't know but that's that's what did it for me with yeah. manny machado and his sort of presence and his reputation it all shifted during that stint with la so <clears throat> i'm not willing to pin it on manny anymore i think Manny's right. doing all the right things
0: yeah i absolutely agree i absolutely agree with you okay other notable signings trey turner Mm. signed with the Philadelphia Phillies for 11 years, $300 million. Um, yeah. That's a big deal. Oh yeah, That's going to be a big deal. The, I, I like seeing that the Phillies were not satisfied with making it to the World Series because when the Mariners won 116 games in 2001, they didn't make any big moves. They didn't make any notable moves because they're like, well, if it's not broke, why fix it? Well, it's right. obviously broke. You didn't make it to the World Series when you won more games than anybody in baseball history. Right. Besides yeah. one team. Right. <laughs>
1: like, <laughs> yeah.
0: So the Probably Phillies not are one. not satisfied with just making it to the World Series. They want to win it. So they're throwing some money around. They also brought in Taiwan Walker, uh, yeah. four years, 72 million dollars. I think that's a great move. He is Super. a strong four, fourth or fifth option in any rotation. And I yeah. would take him in a heartbeat in that spot yeah. too. Yeah. Great club. It's awesome. Big move.
1: Before we get too deep into this, Brad, I want to just point out that kind of i told you so when when mike trout especially but or first of all but when bryce harper especially signed those mega deals that were career ender deals i said i hope this keeps happening right i hope that whatever's in the water we get these legacy names these franchise guys that are going to be names on the back of the jerseys forever right like these these huge huge contracts that we have like hometown heroes is how i was thinking about it then and it's happening. Judge is going right. to finish his career in pinstripes. Trey Turner is going to finish his career in Philadelphia, very likely. Xander Bogarts is going to finish his career, very likely, in San Diego. Now, I mean, if you go up and down the line here, you've got these guys that are going to sign eight or better years, and they're they're always going to be there. They're never going to go to play a different team, almost almost right. no
0: matter what. I mean, I I bought a Julio Rodriguez the uh, jersey the day after he signed that, and I was I was considering it. Right. I was thinking about yeah. it when I was up in Seattle, but then he signed that deal while I was up there. I was like, oh, yeah, there's no reason not to. No, exactly. He's going to be around forever. This will be a relevant jersey for the rest of my life.
1: Well, and sure. it's way more than just the jersey's relevance, right? It has to do with the hearts and minds of the fans. And like sales is great and all that, but it, it just it shows the fan base that you're invested in the team. It shows the fan base that you're invested in the development of their players and making sure that, you know, success is what you prioritize. That's what it says to me.
0: Well, and, and to me, like the jersey is the heart is the physical evidence of that because I went, like right. I said, I went a long time without buying a jersey with or even a jersey with a player's name on it because I wasn't sure if he's going to be there tomorrow, right? Yeah. So for me, that's like evidence of my like, okay, I'm invested in this player because you're invested in this player.
1: That's great. Right?
0: Like that's that's the way I see the jersey sales is that I'm not just going to go buy any Joe Schmo because they're so expensive
1: they are yeah they
0: Which really are so expensive so I'm not just gonna go buy any random jersey I' gotta make sure that he's gonna be there for a while or it's a player I really like yeah but okay moving on okay Justin verlander has left Houston officially he is a New York Met for two years 87 about 87 million dollars it's like 86 million six hundred thousand six hundred whatever crazy it's changed yeah it's basically like 86 and two-thirds right million dollars. And then Jose Quintana signed with the Mets as well, 2 years 26 million dollars. The Mets also mm-hmm. got they got another pitcher, they got a pitcher from Japan who is the highly sought after free agent, Kodai yeah. Senga, signed for 5 years, 75 million dollars. That's a big deal. That That's they're really deal. loading up this this uh this rotation because <laughs> you lose Jacob deGrom and then you come in with with this. It's like I don't want to say addition by subtraction, but it's definitely stepping up replacements, right?
1: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, that's great. So I think addition by subtraction isn't bad, actually, as far as the (laughs) analogy
0: goes. (laughs) But speaking of DeGrom, he went to the Rangers five years, $185 million. That's a huge Mm -hmm. deal. Like, not just financially, but that's a big, big deal for the Rangers. Big deal for the AL West, because as a Mariners fan, like, yes, we got rid of Verlander, but... Dang it. Yeah. (laughs) Shoot. Yeah.
1: And I don't think you're going to get a slouch to Grom. I mean, he's not, as long as he stays healthy, he's
0: going to be great. So. And he's, and I know that a free agent's going to come in and say this, but he said his goal is to win the world series with the Rangers. He's not just there taking the money. I think, I think he was really methodical with choosing the Rangers and Brig. I got to give you credit where it's due. You nailed this one. By the way, man,
1: they're doing something down there. I'm telling you.
0: They are and it it has me a little bit worried. Well, just yeah. just a little bit right just now. Just a little bit. Not too worried. <laughs> yeah. Rick, you mentioned Xander Bogart's going to the Padres. He signed for eleven years, $280 million. They finally got somebody, finally landed yeah. a big fish. This is a really interesting signing. Yeah. Because he's a shortstop.
1: Right. <laughs> to me, this means Tatis is going to play outfield.
0: Probably most likely.
1: When yeah. he comes back, we're going to see Tatis out in the outfield and and on a short string too or short leash. Like it's not going to be.
0: I don't know. Yeah, we'll see. It could be because this is one of the things with Tatis is that I wonder if they've had a conversation with her. I'm like, you will do what we tell you to do because exactly. we are done with it. We are fed up. Yeah. So I think he's. I think when he comes back, I think he's going to be really stepping in line we'll still get the big home runs we'll still get yeah he'll still be flashing everything but i i think think he's done with the shenanigans for now i hope so i hope so yeah for his sake i hope so
1: that's what i'm saying yeah wilson
0: Contreras signed with the cardinals five years 87.5 million dollars that's but you'd call that one too right yeah i did it was so (laughs) good
1: Yeah, this awesome. is my favorite. This is my favorite prediction of the whole hot stove season. Is that Wilson can contri- Like, not. I was excited that I got it right, but I'm right. excited because he's the only guy that was on the table that could have followed Yachty. Like, he's the only one. Yeah. And yeah. the and the St. Louis Cardinals organization sought for what it was, and they went out and made it happen. And I'm so excited for Wilson. Like, I'm so excited for him because he is the guy that can step up and take this role. He's the only one. And I'm right. super pumped for him. And don't yeah. ah, he's just great. This is great for everybody but the Cubs. <laughs>
0: Cubs fans. Sorry, the Denise. Fans Not so, happy. They're so <laughs> they should
1: be weeping into their oversized cups right now because it is really bad for them.
0: They absolutely should be. Big yeah. Time. Yeah. No, I think that's a great move. I love Wilson Contreras taking over for Yachty Molina. That's amazing. That's mm-hmm. so fantastic. And he he even said he's like, Yachty was my idol growing up. Like, right. That's super cool. No, Super the whole cool. storyline's amazing. Yeah. yeah. Speaking of the Cubs, they got Jameson Tyone, four years, $68 million. How, what do you think of that pickup? What do you think of that for the Cubs? I
1: can't believe the Yankees let Tyone go. Honestly, yeah. I'm shocked. Like, you know, it's this is a money dangle thing. Like, the Yankees just weren't willing to offer him that much money. Otherwise, I think he stayed in New York. I, don't, I was pretty surprised that he left. But, like, as a Yankees fan, I'm not, like... I don't know. I'm not shocked because they were so worried about other guys, but yeah, the Cubs picked up a terrific arm.
0: Yeah, yeah, they did. They also got Cody Bellinger on one year, seventeen and a half million dollars. This is a prove it deal for for Bellinger to prove that yeah. he's not absolutely washed. And I actually think they got a pretty good deal for him because he hits really well when defenses play him straight up. He's got an yep. over three hundred batting average against teams when they're not shifting on him, and with the shift gone, he exactly. could. I don't know that he's like I said. I don't know that he's necessarily going to return to form, but he could have a good year.
1: Yeah, it's going to be a it's going to be a short string situation as well for him. But right, we'll yep. see. But I think it's fun. I like that he ended up at Wrigley. I think that's a cool place for him to go prove himself. Mm-hmm. Um, the Cubs need a guy like Cody. If he can come back to full form, or even three quarters of what he's supposed to be, um, then that'll be a great thing for the Cubs and the Cubs fans. If he doesn't, though. I feel like this, and this is going to sound really terrible, and I'm sorry, Denise, and all our Cubs fans, but if he doesn't perform and it's just disappointment, nobody's going to care. We're going to all write him off. We're going to be like, yeah, okay, that's You're probably it. right,
0: and you know what? I didn't even think about this until just now. I wonder if if he does play well, if he's just, a, just there to be a trade piece of the deadline.
1: Oh, for sure.
0: That there's a contender who's like, we could use Cody Bellinger. And they send yeah. over a couple prospects for the Cubs because they're I, they're playing the long game right now. They're not. That's right. I don't think they're necessarily focused on this year or next year. I, I think that he'll end up being a trade piece if he's playing well.
1: It's a great thought. Yeah, I didn't think about that either.
0: Um, and then the Giants got Sean Mania. This happened like this morning. I was yeah. getting everything ready, and I saw this. They got him for two years, twenty five million dollars. I feel like that's a bargain. That is a steal <sighs> for that dude.
1: There's literally this makes no
0: sense. I don't know why. And I don't know why it took so long. at like. This, he's He is a great pitcher. I'm um, shocked
1: the Yankees didn't put, pick him up after Tyone left.
0: I wonder if he wasn't willing to go because he would have had to cut his hair. Maybe. I think that's been a big deal because Luis Castillo told his agent, I think, that he didn't want to go.
1: Yeah, he said to no to the Yankees. Yankees. Yeah. yeah. Well, so- I don't think we ever got the details, but that could very well be why. Yeah.
0: I think that that's going to be a problem for the Yankees going forward because that's that's been getting to be a thing in the league now. Yeah, it is. Um, they also got Mitch Haniger. Farewell, Mitch Haniger from Seattle. He went to the Giants for three years, forty-three and a half million dollars. The Mariners were not going to give him that kind of money.
1: No, and that's um, okay,
0: and, and it's fine. And and I think Jewel, like on the Seattle podcast, Jewel called us. He said like fourteen and a half million dollars wherever he goes, and the Mariners are not going to mm. give that to him. He crushed that one. It's um, awesome. Uh, Jock Peterson re-signed for one year, nineteen point six five million dollars. That's a pretty good deal for him.
1: I think Jock wins. Yeah, I think so too. Because that's
0: more that's more money this year than what Mitch Anegar will make.
1: Well, and if Jock Peterson, speaking of trade pieces, if Jock Peterson can step it up and do a little better, the Giants are also looking to play the long game a little bit, especially because they failed to sign Aaron Judge. (laughs) I think if they had picked up Aaron Judge, they would have done a little bit differently. um, They probably would have because they didn't they you know they're playing a different game now so um yeah i can see him being another trade piece
0: i think jock peterson's uh his fate at the end of this year completely depends on how the giants do because we saw the giants in 2021 were a really good team yeah and then in 2022 they were not not so i think that the giants are kind of playing things by ear they're like if everything if everything clicks again we can compete we've got a great team so If things are going well, Jock Peterson sticks around. If they're not, but he's playing well, I think they trade him off.
1: What if they gain or lose Rodon? How does that factor into their
0: expectations? They might you're, you know, they might send it. I think it depends on who they get back then. I think Jock Peterson, I think you're right. I think he could be traded either way, and I think it yeah. depends on what they what they try to get back because if they're contending and they still need pitching cuz they don't have Rodon, maybe they trade him for a pitcher. Right? Right yeah so yeah and if they're not doing well i think they'd probably trade them away for some prospects but anyway yeah i think so uh josh bell signed with the guardians two years 33 million dollars i thought that was interesting only two years for that dude
1: just didn't see that coming at all
0: yeah especially with the guardians like okay no.
1: yeah it's i don't know what's going on there yeah. but they see something we don't and that's cool
0: like i i was thinking he sees something that we don't but I'm, I was legitimately surprised he only got two years. I would expect like three, maybe four at least.
1: Yeah, four. I Four made a lot of sense. I don't know. I don't know. That yeah, one's
0: know. baffling. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Um, Kenley Jansen signed with the Red Sox two years thirty two million dollars. That is spot on for that dude. Chris Martin also signed with the Red Sox two years seventeen and a half million. That's not the guy from Coldplay. Uh, I, I think Chris I think this Chris Martin probably sings on key, but anyway, uh, <laughs> Mazataka Yoshida is an outfielder from Japan also signed with the Red Sox five years and ninety <laughs> million dollars. Um, from what I've seen and what I've read about this dude, that's a great pickup for them. Yeah, it's a big deal. It'll yeah, big I think deal. so too. I don't know that he's necessarily going to be the next Seiya Suzuki, but this dude's really good. We'll so. see. Uh, Zach Eflin signed with the Rays, three years, $40 million. I feel like that was a lot of money coming from Tampa Bay. <laughs> yeah. Kind of <laughs> really where is that coming
1: from money? Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. And then Clayton Kershaw re-signed with the Dodgers for one year, $20 million. I think this will probably be his last hurrah. For sure. This is all we get from Clayton Kershaw. So yeah, I agreed. think he's going to empty the tank this year.
1: If he yeah, his arm's gonna fall off. Yeah. Yeah, Everybody you know, he, he might we might legitimately have a Nolan Ryan exit where he's like, Yep, nope, that's it. It's over. <laughs> it could be. Yeah. So I felt it pop and my arm is sort of dangling here, and that's all I got. <laughs> it could be, yeah.
0: <laughs> Thank yep. you for everything. Hopefully it's yep. in Chavez Ravine. <laughs> and hopefully it's in the World Series. That'd be awesome. No. would be a way to go. I think that'd be a great way for him to go no. in the World Series. What about the
1: against the Mariners?
0: Maybe that's why the Mariners win, because there's no Kershaw. Ooh. I don't know. Okay. I don't know. I can feel that. Just throwing stuff out there. Just seeing what sticks all in right. the That's, anyway, that's fair. There are some guys who still have not been signed who are notable. we got a, a list of notable free agents. Um, J.D. Martinez, who was actually in Seattle over the weekend. Oh. Oh. I think he would be a great D.H. In yeah. Yeah. I would love that so very much. Kevin Kiermaier still hasn't been signed. That's baffling.
1: I thought like, I saw he got picked up somewhere, or was it he get offered somewhere?
0: He may have gone. I don't know. Maybe that's why he hasn't signed. Maybe he just hasn't accepted any offers. Maybe. I saw someone.
1: I qualified. saw something from him though, and I haven't. I don't know what's happening.
0: Carlos Correa is still out there. Uh, teams yeah. are bidding on him, and I mean, he's he signed with Boris this last year, didn't he? I so think it's so. Gonna a, it's going to be a while before we see anything for him. They're going to take yeah. everything in. And wait for that last dollar. Carlos Rodon, like you said, is still available. Gene Segura, still out there. Joey Gallo. Stop it. So, how is this
1: notable? Why did you put I mean, his name on this? Because
0: list? there's no shift, Brig. That's, <laughs> That's why okay. it's notable.
1: I know. I and he know. He might be the best You're towel waiver
0: right. in the league.
1: <laughs> I know. That's all true. So, well, bring him to Seattle then. What do you think?
0: I'd bring him to Seattle. You could platoon what, for him $3? in the field. <laughs> Oh yeah, I would definitely want like given his performance in the last couple of years, like you you've got like he's got to take a team friendly deal for sure. Oh yeah. He can't be out there asking for a bunch of money. No. But he could he could have a bounce back year this year.
1: He could sign him to a triple A deal in Seattle
0: and I like that. Put
1: him in left field with a team friendly deal and just let him taxi squad back and forth a little bit. And let his stuff mature some more and work it out and see how he does with no shift on that's what you do with Joey Gallo this year.
0: I think that's a great way to go. That yeah, fiscally responsible with Joey Gallo. I think yeah, be careful. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Give him a Dan's towel sp- though. And a towel. He'll wave it yeah, he enthusiastically. Will. Uh Dansby Swanson still hasn't signed. He's still out there. Um Gary Sanchez. I would bring Gary Sanchez on strictly as a DH. Totally. That dude can mash.
1: Yeah, bring him on as a DH.
0: That (laughs) makes perfect sense. I think that's his new role in the league is a a DH. Andrew Benintendi is still out there. Adam Frazier, uh, he played this last year at the Mariners. He was a disappointment with the Mariners. But I do think that he is the thing about Adam Frazier is the dude doesn't strike out. Right. Puts the ball in play. I think he's going to benefit from no shift too. Yeah. I think that I think that'll be really good for him. Um Andrew McCutcheon still out there. You're getting a clubhouse guy with Andrew McCutcheon.
1: Yeah. Experience, maturity. I think done.
0: he ends up signing with a with a contender. Not maybe mm. not before spring training, but he'll eventually end up with a contender this year.
1: I could see him getting traded to a contender mm. at the deadline. I don't know. There you go. I don't I don't know that it matters where he ends up right now. But if he ends up in Texas, watch out. They won't move him. They won't move him if he ends up in a place like Texas or especially Texas. Then he's not leaving.
0: Yeah, you could be right there. I wonder if you can sign with a team under the condition that they trade you to a contender at the deadline.
1: I don't know. I'm sure you can sign under conditions of all kinds. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know.
0: Anyway, uh, Trey Mancini is a free agent. Uh, Corey Kluber. Luke, would you call him, angry Pants Voight? <laughs> yeah,
1: yes, that's right.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Luke, angry Pants Voight, still out there. Yeah. and. Uh, this is this is like a make or break for Luke Voight. I feel like like oh, any signs of the team. Yeah. Talk about on. I don't want to say on thin ice, but minding your p's and q's when you're in a clubhouse. Luke Voight's got to got kind of. I don't know do why. First, I don't know what
1: it is. I just. I don't know if it's an attitude thing or if he's just angry pants or what. I I don't know. <laughs> I would be angry if I was him. That's why I call him that. But. I would be. too. <clears throat> but I have no idea what the problem is. I don't know if it's a mental thing or if he's getting treated poorly or what something's going on.
0: Yeah. Well, because he's been in two really good situations and then been removed from both of them forcibly. Right. So. Yeah. Forcibly. <laughs> yeah, I'd be angry pants if I was him too. I, I Adam vino is still out there. Uh mm-hmm. I think you can get him out on a bargain deal. And yeah. he can be really good for somebody. I think even like if you bring him in as, as your three as your third starter. Fourth even. Yeah. Oh he's a, he'd be great a great fourth starter. Yeah, Definitely.
1: that's what I'm saying. If you got a rotation that has room, he could yeah. he could end up back in New York. He could end up in Seattle. He could end up in Texas. I don't know. Nobody's going to fight him for that jersey number, though. That's
0: easy. Yeah, it's true. I don't think he'll end up in Seattle. Seattle's pretty well set, unless they bring him in. He'd have to be the fifth starter in Seattle because they really like mm-hmm. one through four trying to move fifth and sixth starters. Uh, Marco Gonzalez and Chris Flex and they're trying to move those guys. Um, yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't be surprised, but. Anyway, and he'll then, get
1: picked up though.
0: Yeah, he will. He'll yeah, he'll be on a team. And then Mike Zunino, I had to put him on here just because you're getting an all-star defensive catcher who yeah. hits like 200,
1: <laughs> right at the Mendoza line. Yeah, yes,
0: yeah. And I think there are a lot of teams, a lot of pitching staffs that could use Mike Zunino on their team. Because as a number
1: two catcher, bullpen guy. For no,
0: sure. no, <laughs> no. As their no. starter, starter. I think, you think, so? I think he's? I think he's a viable option for a lot of teams as their starter. Absolutely. Like if you've got six, seven guys on that roster who can hit, and you can kind of hide his bat. Like you'd have to, to, to hide seventh, it though, sixth or seventh hole, maybe even the eighth hole, because yeah. he's going to come in. He's going to hit twenty-five home runs for you. So mm-hmm. you'll take that, right?
1: With a two hundred average, yeah.
0: Yeah, I think you'd take that. And what he's gonna do for your for your pitching staff. You just love Mike Zunino though. I love Mike Zunino. Brig, you just I, love him so much. I've watched him I watched him hit a ball out of a stadium, Brig. <laughs> And I, and I, just I watched love, him in Seattle. I watched what he did in Tampa Bay with that pitching staff. I don't think I, it's a coincidence. He is I just an all defensive catcher.
1: He is. And I love to poke you about it because you just are ardently supportive of Mike I Zunino. I am
0: ardently supportive of Mike Zunino. <laughs> <laughs> Mike Zunino. I'll be a fan of his anywhere he goes. It's so good. Because it's so everywhere great. he goes, the pitching staff will get better. i they telling get you.
1: better. Yeah. Yeah, That's you're right.
0: It's <laughs> what's going to happen pretty awesome but anyway so that's uh that's your hot stove update we have one more thing before we take a break brian reynolds it came out this last week that he requested a trade from the pirates and they are baffled
1: they don't understand why
0: <laughs> they said, they said that they're not going to trade him. It doesn't affect anything going forward. And the article I read, it was either the team or the reporter who like broke the news about it. just wasn't sure like, or well, it's unclear why he wants to be traded. <laughs> really, Is it really unclear why this guy and everybody else who's ever come through that has asked to be traded? It's amazing. <laughs> it is, unreal so good and i i do think it's funny that they're refusing to trade him they're like no you can ask us to be traded all you want but you're still gonna go out there and you're gonna perform yeah because that's what you do because it will affect how you get paid later and uh, we're gonna keep you around because we like you because we can market you and fans need hope even though there is none here in pittsburgh
1: oh no (laughs) anyway Oh. They're gonna
0: trade him eventually. They have control. They he's under team control until 2025. They will trade him the offseason before that season because they can get a haul. Because he's gonna be even better then than he is now.
1: Totally. He's not gonna slack off, that's for sure.
0: Yeah. So yeah, they're just they're just waiting to get maximum value out of him. That's all that is. They're gonna trade him just like they did Josh Bell, Garrett Cole. Um, uh, they'll trade it Adam Frazier. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. Everybody. And eventually they're probably gonna trade O'Neal Cruz as well.
1: I was just going to say that. Yeah, I was just going
0: to say that. So anyway, let's take a quick break. When we get back, we're going to wrap up the 2022 season by checking in on our meaningless predictions. Welcome back, baseball family. We
1: are excited to dive into what we like to call meaningless predictions. And at the beginning of the season, we always issue a string of them. It's just a litany of ridiculous predictions that almost always (laughs) fail to be accurate. But this year, uh, we decided to treat you with a reminder of what our meaningless predictions were at the beginning of the season. So we're going to go through them. We actually clipped them from, well, Brad, he took the time to clip all of the segments of our meaningless predictions episode as reminders <laughs> of how wrong we were. So we're pretty excited <laughs> to bring you that information. So Brad, without further ado, let's wrap up the season by talking about our meaningless predictions, and then we'll get into some other some other things right So first, let's talk about our AL division. Let's talk about the AL East. What did we say?
0: Okay, that's what we said for the AL East. In the AL East, who do you have, top to bottom? Top to bottom. In this order,
1: Blue Jays, Yankees, Rays, Red Sox, Orioles.
0: Okay, I have Yankees, Blue Jays, Rays, Red Sox, Orioles. Wow. Oh dang! I'm surprised. <laughs> I just got the bottom two flopped. Was all.
1: Yeah, yeah. I was way wrong. <laughs> I was also wicked sick that day, but <laughs> that's true. <laughs> that's my alibi. Time is I'm a flat also, circle brig. <laughs> I'm pretty sick. Pretty sick today too, as it happens. So, actually, I'm just getting over it. Back off, okay, Brad. Put uh, put. So, our, hold on. Uh, so
0: the a- so the AL East actually stacked up: Yankees, yeah. Blue Jays, Rays. Orioles surprised everybody, and then the Red All right. Sox. and then the Red Sox. All right. okay. Let's move on okay. to the AL Central.
1: Do that. Let's talk the AL Central. What who you got in line? I have Detroit,
0: yeah, you Chicago, do you Minnesota, Detroit, Chicago, Minnesota, Kansas City, Cleveland.
1: Yeah, that's not. I the only difference for me is I have the White Sox beating the Tigers. That's it. Oh boy! (laughs)
0: So we were so wrong on the Guardians. Could not have been more wrong. And uh, and I, for some reason, was like all in on Detroit, and they lost. You were 100 games. Wow.
1: Yeah, I I even then didn't understand, but now it's clear that you were really wrong. Super super (laughs) duper wrong. (laughs) Oh, was I?
0: (laughs) In fact, I don't know if this was part of this conversation, but this happened. How does it feel to be wrong? um pretty normal i'll be honest with you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah we just need to hold on to that because that's uh that's a that's a thing that's a trend yeah it's a whole thing
1: <laughs> okay let's do the al west show us what well, we said so, the... so let's oh let's yeah, about yeah central
0: actually stacked up so we did have the guardians actually ended up winning the division right and then you had the white Sox, twins and then the tigers and then the very bottom was the royals right Shocking. Another huge disappointment this year. <laughs> anyway. All right. Scroll the AL West is how the AL yeah. West went. All right. Let's okay, go to the on. AL West. That's fine. I would scroll <laughs> down to the NL West already. Okay. Okay, who do you got? <laughs> so I ha- I actually have Houston winning the division again. Yeah. Uh, they are yeah. not so depleted that they will not win the division. Then I've got Seattle yeah. finishing second, yep. the Angels third, the Rangers fourth, and the A's last.
1: See, now I have everything you do except I got the A's finishing. Before the the
0: Rangers, I should have put money on that one, Brig.
1: You should have,
0: <laughs> like, yeah, big bucks. yeah. You really should have. What yeah. what did it
1: actually turn out as? Just exactly what you said.
0: It's just what I said. Houston, Seattle, mm. Angels, uh, then the Rangers, and then the Ace. Yeah, yeah. yeah now, now I know. I I might put money on the AL West this year because I feel like I have. I feel like I have such a good like grasp of what's going on with that division that I. That's why I was able to do that. But anyway. Yeah,
1: makes very happy sense with to me. that
0: one. Feels yeah. pretty good to be right sometimes, Brick. Feels pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's go to the NL East. Here we go. Yeah, NL East. I've got Mets,
1: Phillies. Oh, oh it's so hard. Mets, Phillies, Braves, Marlins, Nats.
0: Okay, I have Phillies, Braves, Mets, Nats, Marlins. And then a big swing and a miss. Holy crap. (laughs) (laughs) The NL East is so unpredictable. Like it's, those three teams are so, are really good. Yeah. This year especially. Yeah. It's it's kind of a stacked division with those three, but then you got the Marlins and the Nats at the bottom. You don't know what you're going to get from those teams that ended up being Braves, Mets, Phillies, Marlins, Nats. Right. The The Nats Nats were way worse than I thought they were going to be. I knew they were going to be bad, but man, they are pretty bad.
1: It was pretty bad. Well, and nobody saw the Mets falling off quite as hard as they did either.
0: Shutting the bed, Brig. You Metting did? It. Okay, fine. <laughs> <laughs> I was saying it all year long. There, was a, there was a time when I said, you know, maybe they won't. But then they went ahead and they met at the bed again.
1: Oh, so I'm like still upset because I was all in on the Mets all year long. I know. All it. the way to the end.
0: And you had every reason to be. You had every reason to be in on the Mets. Because they were so good for so long. So disappointed. But they just ran out of gas there at the end. All right, let's yeah. move on to the NL Central. In the National League Central, I'm going to go with uh, Milwaukee, St. Oh. Louis, Chicago, Cincinnati, Pittsburgh.
1: I've got St. Louis, Milwaukee, Chicago, Cincinnati, mm. Pittsburgh.
0: Hey, Brig, how does it feel to be right? It's
1: just once in a while, it's pretty nice. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, Brig nailed that one Cardinals, Brewers, Cubs, Reds, Pirates. But really, like the Reds and the Pirates finish with the same record. But I'm assuming that the Reds won the season series. And that's why they're above mm. them in the standings. But no, bet.
1: yeah, 62 you're right. and
0: 100, both teams. Yikes. Oh. So bad. Wow. Okay. On to okay. the National League West. Okay, you go first with the NL West.
1: All right. Um I as much as it pains me, I've got LA winning the West. They're the And cream. then I've got what? They're the cream. They're like, the cream. really big. they really are. And then I've got um San Diego, San Francisco,
0: Colorado and Arizona. Okay. LA, San Diego, San Francisco, Colorado, Arizona. Arizona was surprisingly good this year. Like, obviously not like very good because they were 74 and 88, but they were a better team than I thought they were going to be
1: way better, especially early in the season.
0: Yes. Yes. Early on in the season. They were, they were pretty respectable. So that mm-hmm. division ended up being Dodgers, Padres, Giants, Diamondbacks, Rockies at the bottom at 68 and 94. I do want to, I did make this prediction though with the Dodgers. Now, let's just throw this in there real quick. They finished with 111 wins and I said, and I think the Dodgers are going to finish with the best record again. They might win 110 games this year.
1: Oh, oh <laughs> <laughs>
0: well, drop it I like it's hot. <laughs> when, I, yeah. when they reached that 110th win, I was like, Yes. <laughs> very happy with that. Very yeah, that's awesome. It.
1: Okay, tell us, let's get into the playoffs then, because we meaninglessly predicted the playoffs as well. And uh, let's go into, tell us what
0: your AL playoffs were, Brad. Yeah, this is my AL playoffs. So my division winners, I have the Yankees, Tigers, Astros, and then my American League wild cards are Toronto, Cleveland, and Seattle. That's not right. The no. White Sox, not the, not the you Guardians. didn't say Because I had the Guardians at the bottom. I should have left it. <laughs> you should have left it. Despite the fact that I had them finishing last in the division.
1: Uh, yeah, I don't know what <laughs> happened there. That was cr-
0: <laughs> that's That's an inability to read my own handwriting. That's what that is. I that's see. Exactly. Oh, yeah, it's very good. <laughs> that's exactly what that was. All right, let's get into your playoffs real quick there, break.
1: Division winners are Blue Jays. White Sox, Astros. And then my wild card teams are Yankees, Rays, and Mariners. Nope. I got all the teams in basic except for the uh the White Sox. White Sox. Split but... The
0: White Sox and the and the Guardians. Other than that, you had everybody. Because it was the Yankees, Blue Jays, Rays, Guardians, yeah. Astros, and Mariners. Right. So, yeah. Yeah. I uh-huh. think you made a good pick. Let's look at your NL playoffs, Brig. So, the
1: National League, I've got
0: the Mets, Cardinals, Dodgers.
1: And then backing them up, I've got the Phillies, the Brewers, and the Padres. Woof. Woof. Just barely.
0: (laughs) Barley. All right, my NL playoffs. And then in the National League, I have uh, the Phillies, Dodgers, and Brewers winning their divisions with my wild card being uh, the Padres, Giants. And Cardinals.
1: What? When well, nobody saw the Giants fall apart.
0: No. They go from winning what well, they win. I think they 108 games last year, and then yeah. 80, 81 this year. They're 500 team this year. Wah. That's awful. So bad. Yeah. So so bad. So as a okay. reminder, that NL playoffs were the Braves, Cardinals, and Dodgers as your division winners, and then your wild cards were the Mets, Phillies, and Padres.
1: Hmm. okay what did you say for Thanks. the world series
0: not good i have yankees brewers maybe i I don't like the i'd brewers, love to no. see yankees cardinals i'm going padres i'm going padres that pitching staff is too good you started <laughs> with the yankees brewers why did i ever think the brewers would make it to the world series i don't know (laughs) oh my goodness like what in my right mind ever (laughs) it's amazing so bad so so bad and i like this is one thing that's funny is i sat and waffled (laughs) for 10 seconds and then here's briggs world series pick yankees dodgers <laughs> so certain. And it's actually a great pick. That was a good yeah, pick.
1: It wasn't bad. It didn't work. For a while out there all.
0: looked like it was a collision course. It was inevitable that those teams it were did. gonna be playing in the World Series, but It totally did. Nonetheless. <laughs> all right. Here are our World Series winners. Who do you have winning the, the Yan- World Series then? The Yankees. the Yankees. The Padres to win the World Series this year. I didn't even let you finish the question. <laughs> That's how ready I was to be right. <laughs> you were so ready, <clears throat> and my Padres pick ended up being way better than like ah, ever I ever thought it could. Had been. no business being that good. So, <laughs> so close, <laughs> so
1: close.
0: <laughs> amazing though. Oh that's fun. my. Okay. Lord. Oh. So so that's our those are our season wrap. But for those of you who may have already forgotten, I mean, it's been what almost a, it's been a month plus. So it was it was the Astros and the Phillies in the World Series. Astros ended up winning the World Series. For those of you who might have forgotten. Um, Okay, let's go on, and we'll talk awards. Uh, Brig, this is your manager of the year, AL manager of the year.
1: It's gonna be Scott Service.
0: Mm. What? I said I, I'm gonna go Scott Service again. He should have won it last year. I think the Mariners yeah. are gonna make the playoffs this year, and it's gonna be him.
1: Whoa, you got mm. half right.
0: And he was a finalist, but mm-hmm. it ended up being Terry Francona. Yeah. Francona won it. And the more I get separated from it, I'm like, yeah, he probably should have. He we had we had the Guardians finishing last in the division. It's true. And he brought them to the World Series. He brought them to the division. Or not series. to the World Series. The division. Or, sorry, series. Sorry, the playoffs yeah. of the division series. Yeah. Right. So, true facts. Yeah. Okay. Our we both uh, at the same time made our AL Rookie of the Year prediction. Julio. <laughs> Julio. <laughs> Nailed it! <laughs> Nailed it. it! has never been easier to be honest no. with you to ever pick a rookie the year. He won it before the season started, and he lived up to all expectations. It was amazing, absolutely Big-faced. amazing. Yeah. Love it so much. Okay, Brig. Actually, I thought you had. I'm going to do your second because okay. I thought your your NL rookie the year pick was really, really good. Um, here's here's my. Terrible guess. Okay, my National League Rookie of the Year is actually a guy who came over from Japan and signed with the Chicago Cubs. His name is Seiya Suzuki. He had a pretty good year, but he definitely did not have a Rookie of the Year. year. no. Like, not even no. close. Not at all. But I thought your NL Rookie of the Year pick was pr- was pretty dang good. My National League pick is O'Neal Cruz, actually. Mm. I think that's a great pick. Thanks, man, because you saw somebody who like before, like a lot of us, right? Because he was a revelation to a lot of people, myself included. And I thought that you were like, this guy's going to be really, really good. And I don't know if maybe he didn't have just didn't have enough time with the bigs to win it. But it ended up being Michael Harris, the second with the Braves. Um, But I thought O'Neal Cruz was a solid pick. Thanks, Absolutely man. Solid pick, He's awesome. He was mostly an unknown coming into this year. So I, I, I remember I went back and clipped that. I was like, Oh, dang. Crushed <laughs> I forgot. That. I forgot. Wrong, I he picked. crushed it. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot. who I picked.
1: Every time you pull up these clips, I keep looking at my face is all weird shapes. I'm like, look, I was so sick. <laughs> it's all I can see. My eyes right. are in like three different places. <laughs> <laughs> they
0: are looking off in all sorts of directions, yes. like crazy eyes on Mr. They really D. are. Oh, the butter and gumball is my favorite. <laughs> okay. Wait, anyway, all right, let's move on to the NL. Uh, let's move AL Cy Young. Here we go. Here's my pick for AL Cy Young. Okay, I want.
1: I'm going with Garrett Cole. I know it sounds like a Homer pick, but it's not.
0: Sorry, that was your or mine. My... Yeah, that's that cool. was yours. Yeah, that <laughs> didn't work. And then here's my uh, I want to go with Robbie Ray repeating just because I'm, I'm gonna go with Robbie Ray repeating tie pants, really? tie pants oh, all yeah. around for the Cy Young. <laughs> oh, that was a terrible pick. He had such a terrible. bad year. Yeah, it was like I guess year. I can't say such a bad year, but he was definitely not a Cy Young no. candidate this year. It was Ver- just a Verlander won it and absolutely ran away with it.
1: Yeah, in a comeback year, he said what he pitched two innings in the last two seasons combined. Or one inning total, in and I think he had one combined? outing. Yeah,
0: in yeah, in and it was, and or no, now he, he missed twenty twenty one. It was twenty anyway.
1: Anyway, yeah. now he comes back with a one point seven five ERA, comeback player of the century. It's Amazing. Yeah. After, yeah. and he's thirty eight, and he's Tommy John.
0: Shut up. Yeah. Yep. Ugh. Yep. Okay. Yeah, out of town right now. <laughs> get out of town.
1: Anyway, <laughs> get out there.
0: <of> <laughs> father of the bride. Yeah. But here's Briggs and lsi Young pick.
1: I am actually going to go with Corbin Burns.
0: Whiff. Whiff, and then here's yeah. my NL Cy Young. So I'm going to go with tight pants with Walker <laughs> Bueller.
1: Whiff. <laughs>
0: Walker Bueller didn't even finish the season. No, poor guy had to have Tommy John.
1: Yeah. So Sandy really
0: Alcantara good. ended up winning the uh, the Cy Young in the NL this year, and yeah. he again ran away absolutely. with it absolutely, totally, one
1: hundred percent. Yeah.
0: Okay. Uh Briggs AL MVP pick. Here we go. I'm giving it to Otani. I think I said the same thing. Vlad Guerrero Jr. the third. Oh That's right. That's Vlad, Vlad wasn't wrong. even a finalist this year. Otani no, was at least a finalist.
1: Aaron Judge walked away with it though, and rightly so.
0: Yeah. Great year. Great year for Judge. Okay. And then Briggs NL MVP pick. As long as he puts up a respectable season, I think Soto is your guy. And he didn't. He nope. struggled, especially when he got to San Diego. Was I was going to say,
1: once the move happened, everything really started falling apart.
0: Yeah. Okay. And then Briggs, NL MVP.
1: Like, so I don't know. I'll go with Soto. I got to go with Soto. Lame. <laughs> well, it seem sure seem seemed it like he was like,
0: <laughs> with the year that he had in 2021, it sure yeah, seemed like he true. was set up to do it. Right. Because Harper kind of stole it in 2021. And so it's like, well, okay, Soto's going to come back. And he had a pretty good start. But, yeah, something's going on in San Diego second half of the season, man.
1: Something's seriously happening. Yeah. And it might have to do with that song. I don't know. Which one? But that's what's in. Oh, oh <laughs>
0: Okay. All right. Sorry. anyway with that there's your wrap up of the 2022 season we're going to take a quick break so i can recover from that and then we'll get back <laughs> and we'll give you our final emoji tears from the season <music> welcome back baseball family so we're going to get into our uh, our final emoji tears of the season which we were doing every month for those of you who don't know what they are they are our version of power rankings uh, but before we do that we wanted to share some of our surprises and, and disappointments from this season um i'll go first i'm going to start with with one of my surprises this season um my first one was the cleveland guardians i mean we talked about it a little bit ago last segment about how we both had them finishing at the bottom of the al central and they come back they win the division they win the wild card round when we were both picking against them thought that the rays were going to beat them but they didn't and then they gave the yankees all that they had in the division series all of them all that they so had that was my biggest surprise of the season and good on them for getting there and and competing the way that they did, I think that they are going to be a problem in the division in 2023. I think they – because the White Sox are supposed to be the cream of that division, but they they have not been. And I think it's going to be the the Guardians at least this year, maybe not the year next as well.
1: Yeah, that's a good one. I was all equally surprised by that. My biggest – my number one surprise for this season was Baltimore Orioles. <laughs> like literally they came out of nowhere and that second yeah. half they had once they brought adley rutchman up and then gunner when gunner showed up as well like it was just insane but i mean you got to give all the credit to adley rutchman they finished the record was uh 83 and 79 that's better that's good enough for fourth place in the al east and we didn't think they were going to finish that low toward the end of the season we thought they were creeping up even higher than that
0: they were making uh, a run at the playoffs they were looking like was, they were going to get a wild card spot
1: Dude, it was crazy. So I think this is their first winning season in like eight years or something crazy. It's like a billion years. It's um, <laughs> been a long been time. A, it feels like it's been since, a billion. It's right since they've been above five hundred, and uh, so I just think it's it's crazy. They went from the one of the lowest attended ballparks in the major leagues for the first half of the season to a, a respectable attendance. Um, which just shows to show you that, you know, Baltimore fans, especially, I mean, every fan's this way, but Baltimore fans especially want to show up and watch their ball club win. And when they do, they're going to throw down support. And it happened and it's exciting. So
0: they finished 89 and 73 in 2016 and lost in the wild card round. They had a stretch one, two, three, four. There were five years in a row where they finished at or above 500. But okay. then before that uh, it was 97. See what I'm 18, saying? 18, yeah. It's been a That's really been a long, long time. time. Yeah. And those were, and those years, those five years they finished, those I'm, those were Chris Davis's heydays. Right. And Manny Machado was in town. Yeah. That was a big deal. So, yeah. There but, you yeah, go. They That's were my
1: biggest surprise.
0: Huge surprise. My other big surprise this season was Justin Verlander. Everybody like they're talking about how he was throwing gas when he's coming back off of his rehab and everything like that. You know, I was like, okay, yeah, I'll wait though, because he's old guy coming off Tommy John. I kept waiting and waiting and waiting for him to fall off a cliff this year. And part of that was the fact that he's a division on a division rival, right? Yeah. But the other part was he's thirty nine, he just came off Tommy John surgery. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I was not expecting the year that he had this year. That was outstanding absolutely amazing year for him
1: my number two biggest surprise was the rookies across the league this year we have rookie sensations i already mentioned adley rutchman you get um, michael harris the second spencer strider um jeremy pena steven kwan i mean on and on the rookies just showed up this year and it was julio duh you know like it was crazy O'Neal Cruz this year was full of rookie sensations making their splash and uh, they're going to be around for a long time. So yeah, I did not see that wide band of rookies showing up.
0: If those guys continue on their trajectory that they're on, the league is in great hands. Yep. I think that's, yeah, that's a great one. Okay. uh, We should have started negative and gone positive. Um, (laughs) So we're going to go start positive and go negative. Um, disappointments my biggest disappointment was the dodgers yes they won 111 games yes they had that great season and yes dave rogers or dave rogers dave roberts (laughs) predicted that they would win the world series no he guaranteed it Mm -hmm. um but they lost in in the division series like you can't do that if you won 111 games you've got to at least make it to the league championship series even the mariners who won 116 games just won made it to the ALCS before they got knocked out of the playoffs. Like, yeah, you've got you've got to move on the move on beyond the division series. If you're going to win that that many games. Otherwise, it's just it's meaningless. Right. So, yeah, that's my so big one.
1: So I'm going to stay in California with my disappointment. is how the Angels started the season and then totally melted down to the point where they had to remove Joe Madden partway through. I've been a big fan of Joe for a long time. And uh, I think the whole situation in Anaheim is super sad, and it just it just sucks for everybody involved. so we've we've known that there was trouble. <clears throat> we thought that the beginning of the season was gonna you know kick us out of that and we we all thought, okay, here we go. April looked great, you know, May looked pretty good and then boom, and then it was over. Yep. So that sucks. it just sucks for baseball. I don't care who you are.
0: It got so bad that the owner is like, I'm done. (laughs) The owner wants out. It's so bad. Yeah.
1: That's That's a huge
0: disappointment for me. And as a division rival, I'm kind of like, that's fine. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
1: But as a baseball fan, you got to be upset about it.
0: Yeah. Like you, you don't like to see teams be like play like that. And the thing is, is like they were so bad for such a long stretch that they they could never dig themselves out of that hole they started playing pretty well in august and sept- august and september but they were in such a deep hole that there was no daylight yeah, zero yeah. yeah so yeah that's that is that's a big time disappointment as a baseball fan i absolutely agree with you okay and then my other disappointment was the handling of the lockout i oh. did and like they're always ugly right yeah. because Each team is playing the PR game and the propaganda game, trying to pit the fans against the other side, whatever. But my thing is, like, the fans don't care who wins or loses the lockout.
1: Not really. All we
0: care about is whether the game gets played. Like, I don't care that the owners are like, well, we're paying them this much because we're getting this much revenue but they're not willing to take it. And then I don't care either that necessarily the players are like, well, but there's this much revenue, but we're not getting this. I I don't, I don't honestly really care. I just want to watch baseball. Yeah. That's it. At a high
1: competitive balance.
0: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. All I care is that the league is balanced and which I feel like is a thing, despite like there is disparity, right? Yeah. Between the Dodgers winning 111 games and the Nats losing 107. Like, I understand that there's a disparity, but the fact that we have not had a repeat world series champion, there has been no dynasty in mm-hmm. major league baseball since the Yankees at the end of the nineties. That's it to me. That says a lot yeah. about the balance of the league. So baseball is doing something right on that side, but the lockout itself was just so, so, so bad. All of it yeah. was so bad and both sides have got to do better next time that this thing comes up because it was it was ugly ugly yeah i agree so what you're you got for here
1: your... you're making me want to change my second pick <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I was really persuasive um so i have a couple that are tied for my for my number two most disappointing thing but i think that everything about the freddie freeman deal was disappointing
0: Oh yeah. The way that all that came out, that was
1: the, the way the press handled it, the way the agents handled it, uh the the fact that he didn't stay in Atlanta is just so sad for everyone but Freddie Freeman. Like he's the only one winning here. I don't even think yeah. Dodgers fans are all that thrilled about Freddie Freeman. I think that it's it's great for them. I think it's fine. But it's not like, yes, we got him. I don't think they feel that way. Whereas Friggin' Atlanta fans are still mourning, you know, like they're still not over it. And that's, that's noteworthy. That's this goes back to what I was saying earlier about these franchise players who are going to be generational legends, right? This is a Dale Murphy situation. This is a Mm -hmm. Chipper Jones type situation where can you imagine the history of the Atlanta Braves without Chipper Jones? Like, just think about it for a minute. If he had been traded out when he started to flag a little bit in the latter part of his career, and they were like, yeah. "Ah, fine, get out of here." <clears throat> and then you went and had decent year somewhere else. Like it would have it, everything about the way we interact with baseball would change. And I think that that's what happened with the Freddie Freeman deal. I know I'm blowing it a little bit out of proportion. I got that, but I also think like as a larger narrative on how baseball is operating right now, it's just plain mm-hmm. sad.
0: Yeah. Well, and it's interesting you say that. Uh the Dodgers fans aren't like super thrilled because I, I think you're right that he's, it's just kind of like, okay, he's another guy in our all-star lineup. Yeah. Right? Another all-star, but he actually had a, had a better year this year than he did. He totally 2021 did when he won with Atlanta.
1: No, he totally did. That's but the... it
0: was. It was so expected by Dodgers fans and Bob, probably the rest of the league that it was yeah. kind of like poo poo, even though he was finished fourth in MVP voting.
1: Yeah. No kidding. No, he had an amazing year. I yeah. just wish he'd have done it in Atlanta and that they'd have found a way to work out a deal.
0: That's all. Yeah. It's just yeah. disappointing. I wonder. I wonder if the Braves, seeing the effect of Freddie Freeman leaving them, leaving that franchise, like the effect that it it seemed to have had on the clubhouse, right? Because there was something missing there in was. the playoffs. Mm-hmm. And I don't know that it was. I don't know that necessarily a veteran leadership by a guy with a guy like <clears throat> Freddie Freeman has that big of an impact on it. But there was something missing in the playoffs. And I wonder if they're going to. Con- consider things like that going forward with guys they let leave. But I don't Who know.
1: Because Olsen had a great year. You know, he, he came did. in and had a great year. So I don't know. I just think I was – I just – I continue to be disappointed by it.
0: That's all. Yeah, and I think that's valid. I think that's valid. Do you have one more disappointment for us, brig
1: Yeah, the Yankees
0: melted down. Yeah oh, yeah. After There's
1: they right. went and just cruised and cruised and cruised. I mean, we thought – like you said earlier, a collision course with the Dodgers. And then it just turned out to be this just, I don't know. I don't even know what happened. <laughs> I know it was so sad. They were like historical, you know, historic pace and all this. And then nothing. And then they eke their way into the playoffs and then barely, barely put up a fight at all.
0: Yeah. It, yeah. That the way that they got knocked out in the ALCS was ugly. Yeah. So ugly. Yeah, Yeah, it was almost like they had no
1: business being there.
0: Yeah, I could see that, especially as a Yankees fan, that being a major disappointment. Okay, let's wrap up our final emoji tiers real quick. Uh, Let's start with our diamond tier break. Walk us through your your brief diamond tier. Here we go.
1: It's very small, Astros, Phillies, Braves. (laughs) I don't think it's any surprise as to why I picked these teams and, and put them in there. I mean, I think their records and their performance speak for themselves. Um, not just the record, but their performances, right? The Astros just deserve yep. to be there. Phillies put up a, hell of a heck of a fight. It was just so great. And then the <laughs> Braves, you know, despite having a missing piece or two, they they were fun to watch.
0: Right. Yep. Uh, for my Diamond, mine's very similar. Astros, Phillies, Braves. But I threw the Dodgers in there. I had to have the Dodgers be- just because they won 111 games. I feel like that alone warrants you being in the top tier of the league just because that's it's hard it's hard to win that many games that's a lot of games that's a lot of games and I don't care that they that they flamed out at the end like I said it was a disappointment but at the same time they were a great team and I expect them to be back next year winning hundred plus hundred five plus games again next year so because they're the Dodgers and they're just they're really good right now. Really really good. So all right Brig show us your heart emoji tier
1: so, this is where the Dodgers show up for me specifically because they lost so dramatically after winning 110 games. You got to understand that for me, the expectation, just like you said, win 110 games, you got to do something about it. Yankees yeah. this year won 99 games, didn't do anything about it. So, uh, and the Yankees aren't even in my heart tier. I'll get to that in a minute. <laughs> I've got the Mets right next to the Dodgers, Cardinals, Padres, Mariners, Orioles and the Guardians, and I don't think I need to further justify the Orioles, but I'm in love with what's going on down there in Baltimore. I think it's so much fun, and I'm really excited to see it become even better.
0: Yeah, I absolutely agree with you. So my heart emoji tier, I have the Mets, Padres, Blue Jays, Orioles there as well, Cardinals, Rays, and then the Mariners. I love the way the Mariners are put together. Like I am so happy with this team, and the moves that have been made so far this offseason, I've been very happy with. Um, I maintain by my, I stand by my 2023 world series pick it. I'm going to die on the hill break. Absolutely. You are. I love it. Um, I like what the Padres have. I, I don't know until they absolutely just fall off a cliff. I'm probably gonna have them in my heart, heart tier. Um, and then everything you said about the Orioles too, there's nothing, there's nothing not to like there with the, with the Orioles. So they will be there for until they prove otherwise until they prove they don't belong there. Right. So, all right. Brig, your question mark. This is the level where we're not sure what we're seeing here. What do you got? Yeah,
1: I don't know what the Yankees are doing. I have no idea. <laughs> I know they signed Aaron Judge, which is super exciting. But here's here's the thing. I fully anticipate Aaron Judge having a weird 2023. Not mm. just because it's hard to follow up what he did this year. That's going to be part of it, but that's not all of it. I think that there's going to be expectation that's going to be weird. I think the clubhouse dynamic is going to have shifted tremendously, and that's going to be weird. Um, You add that to the expectations and all this. I I think the Yankees are in for an interesting 2023, and I think Aaron Judge has a funky year, and that's part of it. So we'll get into the meaningless predictions episode in a few weeks, but that's what I see happening. And that's why they deserve a question mark. Blue Jays are the same way. Shamanai is gone now. I don't know what I'm going to get out of them. The Rays continue to baffle me. What is going on in Milwaukee? And I put the Cubs here just because they signed Cody Bellinger, and I'm really excited about that. And I know I'm not supposed to include that in this because this is a season (laughs) wrap-up thing, but I had to. I had to because I want to see what is going to happen, and I'm completely confused
0: and ready for something to to give me more evidence. Yeah. So remember the Blue Jays, Brig, They they have Alec Manoa, Shaw oh, Mania not Shamanai Padre was at the Padres bro. But, yeah, you're right. But, I appreciate that. Yeah. Very, very close. Very close in the names, though. Yeah. What about you? Okay. So for my question mark, I had the Yankees, White Sox, Guardians, and uh Brewers. Of course, I have Cleveland there instead of Guardians because that's how we do things around here. Um <laughs> starting to change. <laughs> <laughs> getting there, yeah. <laughs> they are the So of respect the Yankees here. Yes. Yeah. A lot of respect. Um, I just, my thing is like, I I know I said earlier that I think that the guardians will be at the top of that division, but honestly, like, I don't know. I don't know because they were, they were not supposed to be good this year. They were good. I don't know going forward if they're going to be able to duplicate it. I would like to see them because I think that would be very cool. They'd be really cool in the central and it's, it's not a great division. So they definitely have a chance to Uh, the white Sox. Who knows what the White Sox – like who knows what's happening there. They were supposed to win the division this year. Everybody had them winning winning the division this year except for me who had the Tigers for whatever reason. Um, But (laughs) like I don't know if they know what's going on in Chicago with the White Sox. But then the Brewers, who knows, and the Yankees. I was baffled by the way the Yankees finished this season. Like absolutely baffled with the way that they flamed out in the the playoffs because then I was just kind of like I don't know who they are anymore. Right, I don't know they who don't this either. team is anymore, so uh, that's why I put them in my question mark. Let's go to your thumb down, Brig.
1: Okay, this is a bloated tier for me because all these teams just disappointed me like crazy, except for the Rangers who moved up to this spot, and I'm still pretty high on the Rangers moving forward. But Red Sox, White Sox, Diamondbacks, Twins, Tigers, Rangers, Pirates, Rockies, Giants, Nationals. And the angels all fit my thumbs down. Not quite poop, but I don't like them.
0: <laughs> and I think it's justified too. I think <laughs> it's fitting. All right, my thumbs down. I've got the Red Sox, Twins, Diamondbacks, Rangers, Cubs, Angels, and Giants. Um, the Twins were another one I'm like, we're a huge disappointment for this year. I thought they were going to be, should have been better um, than they were. Uh, the Diamondbacks, just not, still not a good team. Rangers, I don't know. It was interesting with the Rangers because a lot of people had them winning a lot of games because they had Simeon and Seeger, right? Yeah. But uh, I I don't know. I feel like they were exactly what they were anyway. And then the, the Angels should have finished higher. I think that the Angels, at the very least, given who they have and what they are, should have been in the question mark at the very least. But, man, they were not a good team this year despite everything. Yeah. Everything they have. And that was... Not good for angels fans, that's too bad. All right, Brig, your last one, wrap it up here.
1: My poop is uh, A's, Reds, and
0: Royals. (laughs) Your poop is A's, Reds, and Royals. (laughs) Yep, my poop, and I feel like it's
1: royally athletically red.
0: You might want to see a doctor about that. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that's funny. Okay, we go to my because poop I've been tier. sick, Brad. That's <laughs> True. <laughs> so so I got a big poop. I got a big poop tear. Yeah, I bet uh, you do. <laughs> I the nationals marlins a's tigers reds rockies royals and pirates um and i i pretty much just grabbed like the bottom 8 teams and was like this is this is your poop tier this is it like mm-hmm. i think that the big thing with this was that all these teams either finished with 100 losses or darn close to it right um because that's yeah uh, yeah all these teams had either had 100 or more losses except for the Rockies had 94. They were close, but they were not a good team this year at all. Mm-mm. No. So, so that's, that's my poop tier, but baseball family, let us know about your send. I want I want people to send us emoji tears. If you have emoji tears, send them over because I would love to see them because yeah, dude. Uh, I think that would be fun. And uh, if you'd like to submit your suggestions for the five tiers for the 2023 season, send it on through the mailbag uh, or uh, comment on YouTube or reach out through any social media platform you prefer because we're there as baseball together. So for sure, you can do that. So, yep. Anyway,
1: don't forget to jump on the shop as well. You can go to nine and get yourself something sweet. That might be for a limited time only. We're, we're making some changes, so we'll see what we can do there. Um, Also, don't forget uh, the best way to support us is on Patreon. We have tiers as low as $1 of support per month, um, 510 and 15 dollars those come with their own benefits but specifically the bullpen cut where you get all of our inappropriate jokes and uh behind the scenes content and even some special interview segments um, that don't quite make it into the final edit of our interview episodes those are probably my favorite uh, for the patrons
0: yeah there's a lost episode on there too as well that we never aired so there's that that's a fun thing but don't forget to like subscribe (laughs) rate and review the show let us know what you think about what we're doing um you just boop that like button and uh, hit subscribe on youtube that would be fantastic that way you don't miss anything at all ever because we do drop bite-sized versions of every single episode every week and baseball family thanks for joining us we will catch you next week